Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say in every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have one of our favorite returning guests, Elena, with us today. We're going to talk about her powerful new single, Top of a Dream, the up-tempo song that comes straight from her heart, shares an intimate glimpse into her past and the struggles she has faced in overcoming domestic abuse. We're also going to talk about some new music that she's working on and her music video for her prior single making babies and we're excited to have her on yes. so welcome to the show welcome back oh my gosh thank you so much for having me it's so great to be back yeah you know this is third time coming on yeah, i think isn't it? i think oh my gosh i think so yeah because yeah. you were also awesome. one of the very first right with our first uh, month when, a yeah. couple months yeah of the show yeah when we were just audio back then yeah, yeah i remember doing that interview i think i was like in the car traveling somewhere <laughs> oh, yeah. it it's a lot easier when it was audio yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we had a one-year-old at that time and i would be yeah, in the back with her mute unmute as, as she was crying or upset yeah, or needed something. it was actually good that we started audio yeah. and not video with the show because back then um she many times she'd be on the phone and cleaning a di you know cleaning a dirty, dirty diaper, diaper and all that. fixing a bottle <laughs> whether it needed to be so done couldn't now, do all that with video no a little different now now yeah. she has a nap schedule, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I always like to start out the same way. How has COVID affected you? What have you done through this crazy time to kind of get through it? Oh, my gosh. It's definitely affected me. Um, 2020 was a rough year for sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we couldn't perform and everything. Uh, I kind of went on a downward spiral. Oh, wow. I mean, this is like a uh, kick. We're kicking off the show this way, but I ended up like self-harming and ended up in the hospital and it's like work oh, wow. for oh, five wow. days. So um, it really did take a toll on me for sure. Um, mm -hmm. It was a whirlwind experience being in there. But I got a song out of it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, Maybe well. I'll play it later. <laughs> yes, that sounds we, great. We would love to hear it. <laughs> oh. and, and, you know, 2020 was rough for a lot of people. And it, it was. was you, you, yeah. you had good moments and bad moments. I mean, no, I mean, I think the worst moment for 2020 was not knowing. You know, you, yeah, you, had, you had people on TV talking time. about concerts will never come back. Um, a new normal where churches will probably, never come yeah, back never the new, the and so you're again. sitting there like are they right no they Why can't be right really you know and, and, and so i think that was probably the worst part for us is, yeah the, just you know, the fear of the no we're man. wanting to eventually move to nashville and the big reason is entertainment and well <laughs> yeah yeah you kind of had to put your you know push your plans back a little bit yeah, well, exactly. But it was just, yeah, I mean, and I think it's, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we're still technically in the pandemic. Right. So, and things are still a little, things are opened up, back up. I just saw they announced a CMA Fest. Mm. Oh, that's great that that's happening this year. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said in the stacking yeah. of toilet paper. 
Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that was the craziest thing. The toilet that was paper. the craziest thing. <laughs> The, the, who would have thought toilet paper shortages? The, the, yeah. good thing, the good good thing for us is we live in a neighborhood um, off of the roads, and, and there's, there's a, a convenience, convenience store right store, by yeah. where we live. Nobody knew about it except for the neighborhoods by it. So uh, they always had toilet paper. We that's what. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. You had you kind of had a little secret place to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We weren't telling you. And about I, that I one, maybe but, told a friend or two. As, yeah. as like, but I was not announcing it on Facebook. No. Like, you know what? They'll be the, the, all they'll come and come over they here, drive over and then here we won't have it. Out. <laughs> I mean, we did our part. We bought what we needed. We didn't, even though it was right here. We could we we could have bought tons. We're like, nope. We did our part. We bought what we needed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure, but, yeah. But that was a crazy time. It was. Oh my gosh, I will never forget it. I never would have thought, like, if, when I was younger, that something like this would happen. You know, never yeah. in a million years. But it's happening. It's happened. It's happening. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. you know, again, but again, we can look back now. Although we're not fully out of the pandemic, we're you know, I think that the worst is gone i think we hope, hope. We hope. We hope. and if it is well yes, we can look back in the yeah. next two three four five years and say remember, think about it we'll, we'll be we'll have you know 20 years 30 years uh, we'll yeah, be talking to the next generation then, yeah. and say so you just won't believe 2020 <laughs> yes yes for sure i can totally see that <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you've um had a long road to where you are today Talk oh, yes. a little bit of some about that. Because again, you know us, we like to get up close and personal. That's why our tagline yeah. is. Totally. And I think that without that side of it, the rough side, I think that that it takes away from who you are then when, when you don't share that. Yeah. Well, where do you want me to start? <laughs> do you want me to start back in childhood? Do you want me to start? <laughs> start where you feel comfortable. Yeah, wherever oh, you yeah. feel comfortable. Well, <laughs> It has been quite the journey and I'm super grateful for my experiences and what I've gone through. I just have to say that, you know, um, mm -hmm, right. like my single now top of the dream is about the domestic abuse that I experienced mm -hmm. growing up with my grandparents, um, mostly verbal abuse, but, oh wow. um, yeah, I mean, you know, after a while of the name calling and everything, you start to believe that about yourself. Yeah. That's right. So it's like I didn't really realize like how much it had affected me or taken a toll on everything until I moved to Nashville. Wow. Yes. Um, and you know, I always knew that I was like more emotional than a lot mm -hmm. of people and you know just really affected by things and it all made sense whenever i was diagnosed with ptsd oh yes mm -hmm. different doctors and i was like wow that that makes sense now you know yes <laughs> it's like all now. this you're wondering mm -hmm. okay what's wrong with me and then yes. all of a sudden you put it together an answer yeah exactly yeah it's exactly what you said and um so it's been quite the journey, been not only the journey of the music and, you know, trying to better myself as an artist and a songwriter and everything, but also trying to reprogram my brain. 
Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a lot, but I don't know if I would trade this life for anything. Honestly, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's great to be here in Nashville. It's wonderful to be surrounded by so much talent, and I truly am grateful. You know, I want everyone out there to know that that even though yeah. like yeah. I went through like a lot of stuff, like I'm really grateful for it. You know? And talking about it is where you get the healing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I think that's the part that people don't, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't get this when it, you know, when they're, when you go through any type of trauma, I mean, even like with, I went through 19 years of addiction, that's still trauma. And um, they don't get that. You're not looking for sympathy. You're yeah. trying to heal. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I talk about it, I mean, I, I'm, this is like becoming a normal for me, a new, you know, just like talking, (laughs) talking about everything in interviews, you know, I just, I honestly enjoy it and it helps me. And yes, Melanie said music helps. Yeah, it does help. And um, Mm -hmm. I just hope that I can help somebody else too. Right. You know, like that's, you know, the reason why I do everything I do is because I hope that, you know, the music and the stories and everything will help people. Yeah. Yeah. People. And then on top of that, you know, on top of that, you know, not only with what everything you went through, then you got this crazy music career that, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, the glory of what Blake, Carrie, Miranda, all of them do. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the many nights of tears that you wonder if things are ever going to happen and all that. And yeah. um, is it too late? Is it too early? Is, right. you know, and there's so many things that go through because, you know, mm-hmm. we we are on the same plat- platform as you just, you know, a little different platform, your, your music, we're a host. You know, so we get it. And we always like to talk about that side of it because a lot of people, they see that glory, but they don't see the grind. And talk about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through, even to get to where you are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not a signed artist. Not yet, hopefully. But I mean, I like, I mean, there's been a lot of sacrifice, you know, um, just like my time, you know, I just recently quit my retail job, just to work on YouTube videos and TikTok. and making content and stuff. Because I remember back in 2014, 15, you were killing it back then on YouTube. I know. I, I was doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> like, I got wrapped up in this job and it took me away from YouTube. And now mm-hmm. I'm just like, I have to get back into that mm-hmm. you know, because labels are looking at that. And they're looking yeah. at that. It's more important now than ever. It is more important. Social media is, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, it's so important. And like, but there's so many people on social media now doing it. And like lots of people getting big on TikTok and everything. It's just competitive. You know, the music industry can be really competitive and cutthroat. Like, but. And it's crazy. Cause I remember, uh, I can't remember who he was, but he was one of the part of one of the labels and he private messaged me and this was like a year ago. So, you know, it's even stronger now. And he says, I know that you interview a lot of up and coming people. If you ever run into a female artist that has, I think it was, what was the number? Like 10,000 subscribers on you on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He says, um, connect me. 
And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking, oh, we got that. Oh, that's right. It was 15,000. Or 15,000. 15, I thought 000, at yeah, that time, I said, oh, we got that. I went, I'm going through all the people I love up and coming. Nope, 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 nope. I said, God, none of them have 15,000. But yeah. that's what they're looking for. I've been on YouTube for like how many years now? And I'm still only at like 6,000 subscribers. See, you know? And, and so, so it's like when he said that, I thought, cause you know, I'm thinking, you know, Hey, I've got friends that have a million on Facebook yeah, and they but, still didn't have 15,000 on a YouTube. whole different story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like, I don't know, but I'm just going to keep going, you exactly. know, I'm not stop. Yeah. I have to keep trying and uh -huh. yes. I don't know. I can't stop this. I just love it. It's so in much. you, you know? Yeah. It's in you. It's in me. And yeah, it's, I just love it too much. I want it. I want it so bad. And I just, you never know. You never know something can hit. And you never know. You and know? you can't always believe the executives. Anyway, we had an executive on and, and he, and I, one of my questions I asked him was um, what's, one of his regrets when he when he was with a label when of uh, signing people mm -hmm. and he, he says you he says you're gonna laugh he said he was yeah, and, yeah. And, two of and he had two of them he said i'll tell you two stories and he had, and he said that he said people are gonna think i was crazy but but they didn't know what i knew thought the back then he said so he said it was like don't always listen to executives he says when jason aldean and kenny chesney both came to him he said no that they would never make it huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> look at them now. <laughs> and, and then, I mean, when you look at Luke Combs, I mean, I think what two years ago he put out that tweet thanking all the executives that said his the six songs he played for them would never make it, and all six went number one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> you just need rejection to push you to yep. the next level. Yeah. I love my friend says uh, rejection for your protection. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, like like he was saying, if he would have signed Jason or Kenny, they might not would have made it. He says maybe right. the connection would not maybe have worked. Someone who really believed in them, and maybe and, and so the, you know, it, yeah. and I think that's what people forget is just because a rejection happens doesn't mean you're not going to make it. It just means you aren't making it with that person. Yeah, it's just not that person for you, you know, and that's what I want to find, you know, that right person here in Nashville, you know, that really believes. Like, I've met a lot of people, and I've been meeting with, you know, a person from Warner Chapel right now, and oh, wow. that relationship, but, like, you know, I want it to be the right person, you yeah. know, that understands me and what I'm doing, and so it yeah, it. it's really important mm -hmm. to find your right person. I know Jason Aldean's producer, um, Michael mm -hmm. Knox, and yeah, even him from the get-go. Oh wow! And mm -hmm. like, they've obviously cultivated such a successful relationship because <laughs> he produced for yes. one yes. song. So you know, there's a reason for everything. And, yeah. and of course, that's the idea for a producer or manager and all that is they want to uh, attach this to the next person because then as they rise, they they all rise together and they always believed in them. So, again, they rise with them. Yeah, absolutely. I believe in that. I believe, you know, we should like cultivate relationships around us and co-writing yep. and everything. And that way we can all rise together and be successful yep. together. And I really hope like 
you know, I have a great writing team with my husband, Adam. Your house marriage going. Oh, it's going good. (laughs) I love being married. I think it's fun. Uh, I love my husband so much. He's wonderful. Yeah, because that was something that, you know, us knowing your story. It's funny. Through the years, we always joked and uh, like they need to be together. I know. <laughs> and, 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 and I know. We called that long time ago. And I, I, I was like, she talks about this guy all the time on Facebook. Everybody and he seems like a great guy. And their roommates and all that. And yeah. they're like, well, take the next step. Why don't they? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just, for a long time, I didn't think that he was the one. I didn't think, I didn't think that we gelled together. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I dated other guys and then I realized like, hey, like he's my best friend. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine my life without him. Oh, now that you've been able to talk about your past with him of the dating side, what's he what was he going through his mind when you would go through this guy, that guy, that guy? And you and of course, you had to run to him to cry. I'm sure he had feelings for you then. I mean, how did he handle that side of it? I think he tried to. God, I feel so bad now. Like, (laughs) tried to um, like comfort me the best I could and still have boundaries. Yeah. jump in you know Mm -hmm. um uh but i think he i don't know i just admire him so much i think he handled it so well and yeah i'm sorry if i heard you (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure he completely forgives you now i mean he's still one in the end right you know what's really funny um my ex-boyfriend messaged me last night on snap (laughs) Oh, wow. It was so weird. He's like, um, oh, just randomly. Yeah, it's like out of nowhere. And yeah, he's, he's like, did you did you get married to your roommate? And I said, yes, I did last year. And he never <laughs> responded. So I don't know. I'm a little Ooh. weirded out right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm out. Um, I don't know. But I love my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad I got married. It's wonderful, you know. You can tell. You can tell. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be married <laughs> to your best friend, just like you guys too. That's right. Yep, I can't. Nothing I can't imagine that. You know, again, you know, we're about to October fifth to be twenty years married. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And we wouldn't. And again, so, you know, you, you always see these people on Facebook. Where they ask, you know, if you could change anything from your past, um, what would you? And I'm like, I can't. I wouldn't want to change anything from my past because it led me right to her. It would change your timeline, right? And even if I changed something since we married, it would change the timeline where our two kids wouldn't be here. So, you know, again, I can't. Everything had to happen the way it did. Yeah, and I, I believe it made us, her and me, the people we are today so that we could come together so that we could create a crazy show that we never imagined doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy adventure, that's for sure. Well, you guys are awesome and you're doing great things. And I am very thankful for you and I admire you and what you're doing. So keep at it. Well, we oh, appreciate that. Yeah. So you're going to perform a song for us. Uh. Yes, if you would like to. We yeah. love like that. So Please what's the first song going to be? 
Well, I guess I will start off with my current single, uh, Top of a Dream. Uh, floor is yours. Tell us about yes. it a little bit and floor is yours. Sure. Um, I wrote this with Thirsty Mana, who wrote Austin for Blake Shelton. Ooh. Oh, wow. This song is actually like 10 years old. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Um, but I recorded it a long time ago, but I just recently did like the re-recording of it, like an updated version. So oh, it's uh, about my experience with the domestic violence and everything. And I'm really grateful that she was open to hearing me talk about that. So, oh, wow. but yeah, um, this is called Top of a Dream. <laughs> Hopeless, you called me hopeless Said I was worthless Wouldn't amount to anything And I didn't deserve it You never were worth it All your flawless negativity Words, words were like poison Noise and confusion Yeah, you try to cut me down You might never get this But I don't resent it yeah, I'm better for it now. I'm standing on the sky, a place you never thought I'd be. I left it all behind, but I learned all the I can't ever not believe. It's so temperate now from the top of a tree. You, you didn't know it, but the fire started growing when you threw that match over the wall. I didn't make a sound, you thought you burned me down, but it only made me. Can't ever not believe I'm standing 
the top of the tree. Beautiful song, love it. Thank you so much. And you know, talking about the words and all that, Mm -hmm. you know, you got that old saying, you know, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I I like, I think it should be changed to um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will scar me. Yes, that is true. I agree with you. Because people, Mm, I don't think, you know, people have believed into that lie for so much. That it made people say, well, if words don't hurt you, then I can say anything I want to you. Yeah. I mean, I think we need to be aware of what yes. we're saying to others, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, when you, I don't know, might hurt somebody, you know. And mm-hmm. some people say things and they don't mean to hurt other people. But yeah. There's That's a difference. Fine. Like, if you're intentionally saying, like, mean things and calling people names, like, nah, you know. <laughs> And, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, too, sarcasm is almost always a pain that they're covering up. And now they're going to inflict pain on you with the sarcasm. Yes. Yeah. My grandfather was he was very sarcastic. Oh, my gosh. Like, I try to tell him how I felt felt about stuff. He was just very sarcastic. Wow. Wow. And it hurt, you know, because I, you know, try to express my pain. But. Right. Yeah, I remember um, in my very in my first marriage before Sandy, I guess it was BS because before Sandy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in that, I remember um, her mom would say t- would would just put her down. It was before we before we me and her married back then. But mm-hmm. her, her mom and that would put put her down. I, and I remember her mom one day saying, "Oh, it's for her own good." Wow. That 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 the world's gonna treat her so much worse. Hmm. And so in her mind again, because her mom's been hurt by yeah. so much back then. Yeah. So um so because of that, she she believed this that if she was the one to bring her daughter down, yeah. then it would be better because the world couldn't do it. Hmm. Dang. It's like, and, and I know quite a bit of people like that. It's like everybody has been hurt, you know, mm-hmm. in some form or fashion, but it's like how you deal with that hurt mm-hmm. and turn it around and, you know, stop that cycle right there and be like, you know what? I don't want to be like them. You yeah. know, I want to use my words to uplift people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Music oh, yes. for good and for positivity, you know. Yeah, That's so important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, and, and it, again, you know, it, you know, there's so much different types of hurt. I mean, just like with Sandy, you know, she was she went through a church hurt. Oh right, yeah. The my dad was a pastor of one of those really small churches, and the and the people always judged our family. They judged the clothes I wore, the anything we did just because he was the pastor and though although we go to church every week now we didn't we didn't we it was years before me and her went to church in our marriage right and it had to be a large church. and it had to be a large church because again you know i don't i'm not saying this don't happen in big churches because it does does. but you don't hear it as much yeah 
you know. That has to be so tough. That has to be really, really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and yeah, it, it sort of shaped my identity at that time, but. But you're yeah, you want to know how tough it is? We went to it. Now, this is a big <laughs> church in Jacksonville. We went to it, but she couldn't be comfortable there because they had pews. That's uh, true. That's how See, the new churches shape. mostly have, yeah. um, of course, the new chairs and yeah, all that. But, she, yeah. but, but even though this was a big church, it had pews. Had and pews she's like, I am just uncomfortable. Like, no, oh, my God. It. It's like we have to find, you know, something that like works for us. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. What what we can handle. <laughs> and absolutely. and you know, and we kind of joke about it, but it's, it's yeah, so true that um, that, you know, again, you got like when we moved to Nashville, we already we already know the church we're going to go to there is um, Cross Point. Oh yeah, it's a great uh, church. Yeah. I like what they're really doing. They church. seem to be non-judgmental on everything, yeah, we've and been there they seem to be solid times, yeah. in believing that love is where it's at. Yes. Are they non-denominational? Yeah. Yeah, non-denominational. Yeah, in like fact, their their main campus, Savannah. which is their stadium style campus, is right on the river. Yeah. Oh wow. That must be so pretty. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I think and they're building like a new children's yeah, yeah, area. Yeah, they, they were one of the ones that um got hit hard with the tornado downtown. Yeah, part um, of their building it, it got des- hit. It yeah. destroyed the whole children's. Area, oh. and they, and they're just now about the re. That's how long it's. T- in fact, they. Um, I was talking to them when we were there, and um, they were talking about how um, when they they were planning on eventually rebuilding the children's yeah. anyway, but but then you'd have to cut back things and cut this in order to do that because yeah. you don't have the space to build while it's going on. And they yeah. said, well, when this happened, it gave them that chance. And you know what? Let's do it right. Yeah, they yeah. On and, and so they, they took two years. Now, granted, you know, again, they started it and planned it, and then COVID happened. So again, yeah. so much. <laughs> but they finally, I think, um, almost got. I think I seen an update recently that, and then you know, I think it's next month supposed to finally reopen the children's area. Oh, so, that's good. They have like four or five campuses across the, across Nashville, but that's the main one is right downtown. I think they run about 5,000 a weekend. Wow. So, and we, 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 you know, it's funny. We picked them because I felt let I've been connected on Twitter from, for them since like, 2014, 15, way back. Oh, back and when we were we, doing I, country bus. I was right following now. them and they were following me. And I just one day I was looking through my Twitter feeds and I'm like, oh, we follow each other. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, that's, I was like, so that's kind of how I pick. Yeah. And we went and we we're like, oh, we love this. We, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, that's was, awesome. and then they do a pot, you know, they're there. They do a podcast called anything is possible. And, you know, and I love, again, every part of their beliefs we've loved so that we just like, you know what, that's, you know, home from where we are here. That's so great that you found someplace that you feel at home, you know, with. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So talking about all this and music and all that. Um, none of this works without teams. Oh, that's so true. And I always teams like to talk important. about that side of it um, because, uh, you know, teams never get love that they deserve. They don't. But on our show, as you know, mm-hmm. they get love. So take a few moments and tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. My team. I don't have a big team, but I have a couple people, you know. Yeah. Um, I love my co-writers. Um, my husband, Adam, we mm-hmm. write a lot together. 
my friend Scott Barrier, we write a lot together. Um, Joe Sizalia, Donna King, we love to write together. Um, my PR person, uh, Sherry Cranford. Oh, we love her. Yeah. Um, she's wonderful, super sweet, and is, you know, always looking for opportunities for me. And um, I have to give a shout out to my photographer, Manny Cabo, though I haven't had a shoot with him in a while. Um, and Joe Kaliva does some artwork, though he hasn't, he's been really busy lately and hasn't been able to, you know, design artwork for me lately. But um, yeah, I love my team. And like I said, it's a small team, but you know, Oh, and also, I almost forgot, uh, my Spotify team uh, oh, yeah. and Novo Management, they're great. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. And you're speaking of teams and family, we have a, yeah. we have a third co-host, our 10-year-old, that we, yeah. as you know, we bring on. So Sandy's going to go yeah, get him. Yeah, I'll get him. <laughs> and, okay. And our awesome. Caitlin, she turns three tomorrow. And when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show, too, because we always keep it family affair. Oh, happy birthday, Caitlin. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, she's three tomorrow going on 20. Uh. <laughs> she's already a little diva in herself. And we're sitting there standing there like, if she's like this at almost three, what's she going to be like at 13? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Enjoy your childhood while you have it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Lena. So what's your favorite food? Oh, my gosh. That is so tough because I just, <laughs> I think I like cheese. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with cheese. Huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. And what's yours? Mine is pizza. Oh, my gosh. My husband loves pizza, too. <laughs> Yeah, he'd eat it all day long if he could. What's your favorite pizza? My favorite pizza, Peru sauce, and Supreme, and pineapple. He's wow. got like four different faves. <laughs> I love mm -hmm. mushrooms. Uh, okay. like, That's good too. Yeah, mushrooms is awesome. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite TV show and movie? Oh my gosh! Well, right now, my favorite movie is Billy Madison. <laughs> My favorite TV show right now, I'm watching 1883. Oh, ah, that's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot happening, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm watching right now. <laughs> What's yours? My favorite TV show is SpongeBob, and my favorite movie is Dominions. Dude, uh, SpongeBob? Yeah. Yes. Love me some SpongeBob. <laughs> Everybody yeah. loves SpongeBob, don't mm -hmm. they? Yeah. <laughs> Bye, thanks. Bye. Thanks for any questions. Yeah, he loves to do that part of the show. Aww. He's been on almost every show. And I think he even asked you the very first time we had you on the show, and um he was asking one question in. Aww. Oh, Aww. oh, and, and I remember too, you um January of 2020 or February 2020 was actually not the first time we interviewed you. No, no, it was like a long time before that. Yeah, it was two, it was either 2014 or 15 when we were yeah, doing was just so new right. country buzz. Yeah, it was like way back there. I remember that because I remember when we were transcribing then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hated that part of it. We trans, oh, yeah, we didn't that, do a show, we interviewed and transcribed. No. 
That's a lot of work. In fact, I remember back then that um, you and Lily Nelson were two of our faves. Oh, Oh, yes. And Allison Steele. And Allison Steele. Two girls, yep. Because oh, oh <laughs> I, I I met you because I remember what we started following oh, yeah. Lily on uh, on Twitter oh, back then, and then she was posting stuff about you, and then I fo- started following oh. that, and I was like, and that's kind of what introduced connected yeah. us to you. Oh yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. I hope she's doing well. She's yeah. sweet. <laughs> Yeah, she's went through a lot of changes too. You can see from yeah. Facebook and all that. Yeah, she yeah. tr- looks like she's trying to find herself. Yeah, which is yeah. good. Always good to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. that takes time. It does. <laughs> yes. it takes Some people time. never find themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we started this what, later, a yep. little later. Yeah, we started this yeah. show. I was forty-eight years old, and yeah. who does that at forty-eight years old? Has never done radio, yeah. never done TV. <laughs> Yep, in our 40s. And here it is, you know, over 500 interviews later, here we are. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, you always hear people talk about the Peter Pan syndrome and always think, um, what's wrong with that? <laughs> you know, because that's, that's yeah. I would never want to grow up. Also, I, I, yeah. why, do you, why would you want to grow up? Right. You know, yeah. again, you can still be responsible. And still not want to, and still not grow up, so and to speak. Still do backflips at the trampoline park, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do backflips at fifty. So you guys do backflips? Well, I he does on the trampoline. Yeah, the trampoline. I don't wow. give a hell of that. Now, now, granted, I I, it, I, it, it, I tried to make this go viral, and you never know; it still might. But I actually did a backflip on the trampoline at trampoline park, and I over rotate a little bit. So when I come down, oh, yes. it swung me into the wall. I mean, I it looked like a magnet oh. pulling him to the wall. And, and, and it it's it's about a seven-second video, yeah. but every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, you know, because I remember that yeah. when I hit that wall, it was it was just a shock. Because by the time I from the time I hit the trampoline to me hitting the wall. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. I mean, it was. It happened so. It was like bam. Because and yeah, I got it on video. And it just so happens that she was recording when that. Oh my goodness! He was like, "Film this backflip." I was like, "Sure." backflip fail that one. Oh so man <laughs> talk about you know scary you know being 50 and don't know you're like okay my bones ain't the same as it was when they're 20 but I yeah. see, seem to be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so I think I I mean sometimes oh, yeah. injuries happen that you don't know for years so let's hope yeah. that that's oh, not boy, the case. Yeah. <laughs> a month or so ago. Yeah. Five years down the road you'll be like oh so what's the second song you're going to perform for us? Oh, I was wondering, is it okay if I play my song called Sideboard? Yeah. Oh, please do. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. It's just about my experience in the hospital. Yeah. And um, I wrote it with Adam, uh-huh. my husband. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, wow. yeah. and uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is called Psychwork. I 
admitted I was admitted. Lost my mind for a minute. Nurse took all my belongings. 3 a.m. when I rolled in. Medications, evaluations, with a whole lot of questions. And now it's daily group sessions. Strangers with confessions, we all think we're the most sane person in this place. Washing our pills down with orange crush and powder necks. Walking round in these gowns with no way to escape. Praying we get released from all these crazies. Oh Lord, it's another glorious, notorious day in the sidewalk. Yeah. No sharp objects for shoelaces, no sunshine on our faces, metal toilets, cold showers, watching Lifetime for hours, working through our troubles, coloring by numbers, use a landline to call our loved ones, to pass the time here in lockup, we all think we're the most sane person in this place our pills down with orange crush and powdered eggs walking round in these gowns with no way to escape praying we get released from all these crazies oh lord it's another glorious notorious day in the Now that's the thing about um, musicians. You got to be careful because every every if you're a part of their life, you're going to eventually be in their song. This oh is yeah, like Taylor Swift does. <laughs> All the exes. This is true. I have to do it to deal with stuff. Like I said, my ex boyfriend messaged me last night. That will probably end up as a song. <laughs> yeah, I will look forward. I'll probably write a song about that. So look <laughs> forward to having more material. Yes. <laughs> so yeah but that's what's great yeah. because again y'all see life as life is the material and I, yeah. I love that attitude because that really is is, is you know you can't just you know 
again, there's so much going on in this world yeah. that yeah. you can look at and you could just be miserable for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah but you can't do that. You got to just say, you know what? I can't change it, but I can change my attitude towards it. Right. Right. I had to put some humor in there, you know, like just to yeah. deal with it, to deal with it. And um, yeah, totally. Like I just, it's really hard for me to just write like fluffy songs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. really, really tough. I mean, I can write them, you know, like yeah. I can them. it's just like, I don't have any passion behind it. You know, it's like, I've noticed nice. you write the extremes. Yeah. You write either the really yeah. deep or the really funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we I'm love writing these songs. It's just like how I've always dealt with stuff, and you know, writing lyrics goes back to when I was like 14 and trying to deal with stuff and oh, by wow. myself in my room. And you know, it's just like I just I have to do that. It's just I feel like it's my mission, you know, as an artist is to be super, super vulnerable and honest. And mm-hmm. I admire that. I think Taylor Swift is like that, and mm-hmm. um, right. You know, I think people appreciate that, you know, yeah, like they, they if they don't, you know, write songs or anything like that, it's like you kind of gave them a voice, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and, and people eventually see through the artist that, you know, is either writing for other people or writing for, you know, or have get songs that are really not them. Eventually yeah. people will see through that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think people even know, like sometimes on the radio right now, like sometimes there's like the fluffy songs, and yeah. you know, I think people, re- I think people recognize that. You know what they I mean? Like, I think they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, so I just hope to keep delivering, you know, honest stuff and vulnerable stuff, and that's just, you know, try to make it sound like catchy and stuff like that, so people can sing along easy. You know, so let's keep trying. You know, yeah. <laughs> you do a great job. So if you could co-write with any artist dead or alive, who would it be? Any artist? Yeah. Any artist. Ah, God, that's so tough. (laughs) I could say a million things. Dead or alive. Oh my God. There's so many. Michael Jackson. (laughs) Oh, that would be a cool one. You know, um, Miranda Lambert. I love oh, her. Yeah, she's <laughs> Marin great. Morris is great. Oh yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I would say that's a, the three that come to the top. You know what's funny is when we when we first heard the new song of Miranda and Elle's song, I didn't realize it was too different. Again, if, if you don't pay attention oh, closely, their voices, their voices so blend so much first. together. Yeah, they, they do. They do. I really like that song. It's like really, it's poppy for Miranda. It is. <laughs> oh, like really catchy. I like Yeah, it is. It's just fun. Because <laughs> yeah, every time it comes one, on, yeah. we crank it up. Because again, it's yeah. like you said, it's just one of them songs yeah. that, that it's even. It's a song. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I've listened to it at the gym before. Like on the mm-hmm. treadmill, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, you're ready. Yeah. 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 So what's, now this also has thousand different answers, but what's a song you wish you wrote? I wish I wrote. Oh, yeah. Um, probably, I have two. Okay, I have two. Um, the House That Built Me. Oh, we uh, love that one. That's a beautiful song. And then my favorite song of all time, probably. I wish I wrote it. Um, 
Desperado by the Eagles. That's a great one. Such a great song. I love to sing it. Um, Man, I wish I wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember we asked somebody that and they were like, any song that went number one. Somebody said happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Somebody recently said the happy birthday song. Royalties forever. (laughs) Everybody uses that one. That's funny. That's a good answer. (laughs) Because they're like thinking strategic here. Instead of thinking what I would like to write, or like they're like, you know what? I'd like to write the song that's at the top. Yes. Yes. Everybody knows it. Yes. Yes. What would you like for your legacy to be in the music industry? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, you know, I really love all of the wonderful things that Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga has done. Mm-hmm. I really love how Lady Gaga talks, talks openly about mental health. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that's and so important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Her Born This Way Foundation yeah, um, that she started, I think, is really, really wonderful. Mm-hmm. And if I were ever to have, you know, that opportunity, I would love to do something similar. Uh, yeah. You know, or oh, some wow. foundation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be really, really great. Yeah. I'm just, I really admire her for that. Yeah. Yes. Love she that. Openly, she talks openly about, you know, she went through rape when she was 19 and she talks openly right. about things. And I really, I don't know. She's really inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. And I think in this day and time with social media and all that, I think for artists, if, if they're going to be the size of her, yeah, you have to talk openly yes. about, about your, because I think that yeah. social media has created that where people want to get close to you as an artist yeah. now. Yeah. And they want that story. They want that your past. They want to know all the gritty details. And so I think in this day and time, you almost have to go there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sorry, did I interrupt you? I'm so sorry. No problem. (laughs) I was uh, was just going to say, like, um, I have been like, since I quit my job, like I've been more consistent on TikTok and I just really, I'd like to share some of my story on TikTok, you know, yeah, you know, reach people and hopefully, you know, other people can relate. I'm sure they can, you know, it's like when I play my song chemical imbalances, I always start off and I'm like, has anyone here experienced any family drama and everyone, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm glad I'm not alone. (laughs) if you could say anything to your fans and followers what would you want to tell them i want to tell them thank you just thank you for everything thank you for listening and thank you for liking my posts and for commenting and sharing and i really appreciate it and thank you for taking the time to listen to me i'm i love you guys and i love my laniacs Oh, that's awesome. Love that. Love that. So as we close out here, what advice would you give somebody who wants to do what you do? I would say start now. 
<laughs> I would say start now, um, whatever you can do. Um, I wasn't allowed to have voice lessons growing up, so I took to choir in nice. school, you know, to choir and try to learn and, you know, try to teach myself guitar, you know, just yeah. like, you know, do whatever, you know, there's tutorials, there's stuff on YouTube, there's endless amounts of learning stuff on YouTube. And I always use a site called ultimate-guitar.com to find tabs yeah. and stuff yeah. and myself stuff. And if you're, you know, afraid, just know that like, you know, you got to start. You just have to take the first step, you know, to do if you want to do YouTube, like just make your first video, put it out there, you know, just like YouTube's the tough one to crack, though. Yeah. You know, I've been we've been pushing hard on YouTube since it's last May. It's starting to get some traction bit, now. Yeah. But, but everybody now. that we've talked to says, yeah, YouTube's about a 12 to 18 month um, bit. Yeah, we're learning that, but, yeah, to <laughs> but start, it's starting to yeah. grow a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like pick a day. I feel like you should like pick a day, pick a time to upload and stay consistent. Like, oh, stay yeah. with that. So like that's what when I was like getting more and more views on YouTube is because I was like posting whatever every Thursday at four o'clock, you yeah. know, yeah, consistently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you know, and it's one of them catch twenty twos. Because you know, with as a host, I I really see Facebook starting to go backwards, um, yeah. it, and all that. So I'm trying to make this transition into YouTube with our show, but until it gets more views, I can't just not not stream to Facebook. So it's like trying to make this transition. It's like Facebook goes smaller because of this. And, you know, so it's one of them catch 22s. If I, you know, if I go all the way in, then we get no views, you know, until we build. So it's like trying to build both before we make that transition where we mostly stream <laughs> yeah. to YouTube. It's so crazy because it's always changing too. Like, yeah. you know, it's always changing, like algorithms and everything yeah. it's like you have to keep up like no, you got changing we had a video that was averaging about 100 views a day i mean 100 views every day for the last three months and then all of a sudden just like a week ago it's gotten five a day and i'm like okay okay what what happened yeah. here <laughs> things speed up it's go down like it's like all i know is to keep doing it you yeah. know <laughs> so tell everybody how they can find you okay um uh, i have an official website it is alaynasmusic.com a-l-a-y-n-a-s music.com uh alayna on facebook and there is a couple other alaynas but i'm the country one <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and tiktok alayna924 youtube alayna924 Instagram and Twitter, Elena 924. <laughs> love that. Oh, yeah, we easy. really enjoyed having you back on the we show. And we look forward to having you back a fourth time down the road. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for making time for me and your busy schedule. Oh, it's um, our pleasure. We always love it when you come on. We do. Always oh, fun. Thank you. <laughs> thank and we you. never know where it's going to go, too. Yeah. We yeah. Thank you all so much for having me. Our pleasure. Thanks. And thanks for your time today. You have a today. great day. You Bye. too. Bye. Okay, though.